Are you ready? Welcome everybody to Wrestling with the War! Baby J, we are back for week two of Wrestling with the War. What you what you think of week one? Did you have fun, my friend? I did have fun. It was uh, it was it was good to reminisce and get all nostalgic up in this bitch. And uh, yeah, it was good. It was uh, it was fun. I, I think it's going to be even more fun going forward because I was kind of getting excited about uh, after watching. We're going to get into it, but after watching Fall Brawl, then it it autom- automatically went to the next one. Yeah. And then it showed the beginning, like the uh, like the promos. For, I was like, oh, this is going to be so much cooler next year with the uh, NWO <laughs> taking over shit. It was way more, but you just even see just from that one year period, like the more violent and more sort of like... It more was, real. It was edgy and more mm-hmm. real, like just from the promos leading in. I didn't even watch more than a minute. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so I was like, oh yeah, okay, we're going to get really... I do remember that sort of cycle it, as much as I can remember being... It was a long time ago, but... I do remember it being really edgy and it went really, really edgy. And then the attitude era hit for WWF and they kind of kept going edgy. And then I do remember a drastic dip in WCW programming where they went way off the edgy too. Mm -hmm. So I do remember that. And I think that was done by the network telling them to do that. If I remember correctly from the uh, documentaries, but uh, anyway, so those uh, we're already off the rails, but I just was already excited after watching the first one. (laughs) <laughs> hey I'm, I'm excited ever watching the first few uh nitros and bras man like it's, it's this is supposed to be the dark days of of this uh this whole war and well except for towards the end i guess when uh wcw is really tanking but uh but th- you know th- i was expecting absolute horse shit and it's actually been pretty good i mean you know, there's, there's some horse shit though. there's of there's course some, there is there's, yeah. there's some horse shit of but, course there is yeah. we'll get into that but, yeah. <laughs> but but i mean there's some some nice gems coming out of this stuff there too, is, like, yeah. especially fall bra which we're going to talk about so yeah we're kind of we're kind of letting the cat out of the bag but we yeah. here we are we're yeah. our, second, our second episode of wrestling with the war we're uh we're covering uh this week we're going to be covering uh, Monday Nitro uh, and Monday Night Raw from September 11th. There, nothing. Can we just else say Nitro and Raw? Can we just drop the Monday yeah, Night okay. stuff? Just say Nitro and Raw. I always hated that Monday Monday Night Nitro is like it's Monday <laughs> Night Nitro is like no, just it's Nitro and Raw. <laughs> the greatest night in the history of our sport. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh my God, the uh, the hyperbole on. Oh. I know Vince. I know Vince is over the top, but the WCW hyperbole on their yeah. announcing—it's so crazy. Oh, You're yeah. watching the number one pro wrestling show in the world. Like you can't validate that. You're just like throwing <laughs> shit out there. Like, did you know this is where the big boys play? Yes, exactly. <laughs> they they oh, mentioned that a couple God. of times. It's just so <laughs> funny all the shit that they and I I enjoy it because it makes for a good commentator and I. I actually genuinely enjoy Shivani back then, but yeah. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> okay, we're off the rails. <laughs> so, take so much. <laughs> our goal is so we've just come out of the debut episode of Nitro. We're going to cover uh, uh, WWF's response to that because they ran on a post, of course, in her debut, and we'll also have the. Uh, 
the go home show for Nitro going into Fall Brawl. And then the second half of our show, we're going to talk about Fall Brawl as well. So uh, are you good? You've watched all that? I have. I have. Oh, ready to Ready to not remember certain things that I just watched two days ago. <laughs> so here we go. Well, luckily, I take notes because that's <laughs> yeah, what I do. <laughs> but, but we've got a motivated Jay Myers. A motivated Jay Myers. This is unbelievable. This is dangerous. Oh, man. <laughs> dangerous. All right. So so let's start with Raw. Let's go with Monday Night Raw. And sorry, I'll say that. But it's uh, from September 11th. So, of course, we had that great episode of Nitro to start yep. off. We both it agreed. It, was, it felt like a really good show. Um, yep. And it felt different. That was the biggest thing. Is it felt, it felt big, too. Like, it definitely felt big. It felt like it mattered. It felt like they were putting some effort behind it. So, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. So, so we won't go through match by match or anything like that. We'll just talk about the show itself. So, this is, of course, the big difference between Nitro and Rod this time. Taped. Nitro being live, Rob yeah. being taped, right? So it went on for a long time, right? It went on I mean, for a while, but they yeah. started to finally, as they were getting beaten down, they decided yeah. we got to do something about this. So uh, just some of the highlights from, from that, Rod, and then we'll kind of go through what, what you thought of it. But uh, first of all, you had Razor Ramon against Davy Boy Smith in a, in a one-on-one matchup. Now, Davy Boy had just turned heel, I guess, three weeks prior to that. So just before SummerSlam, I guess it would have been, where he uh, – was in a tag team match with uh, Diesel, and at the end of the match, he turned on Diesel and did his heel turn. This was, correct me if I'm wrong. This I think this is Davy's first heel turn, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Yeah, they made a big deal about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so we had that match to kick things off. We also, oh, oh they mentioned that it was, of course, a season mm-hmm. premiere for them. They uh, had the new intro where they did the uh, the whole the whole stuff coming off the roof where the right. where they taped that. We actually both went on youtube and checked out the there's a there's a cool little video five minute long video of how they did that and just uh some of the i guess some of the stunts behind it and i just realized that the guy that was doing the majority of the talking was dave sahadi who he's isn't he the guy like that went producer. to impact did he yeah. go to impact and really help so. them I think yeah, so, yeah yeah so so that was pretty cool so um and we also had uh let's see we had uh sean and sid for the for the ic title now, here's a funny story around this one, Jay, and I'm not sure if you knew this. That match was supposed to be at SummerSlam. That was supposed to be the IC title match. Instead, for some reason, they pulled that match, and I don't know Did why. The match? They put the ladder match in there instead with Razor and, and Sean. There was, like, Weird. zero buildup for the ladder match. So I don't know if Sid had a softball game that day or something <laughs> like that, and that's why he, they had to change it up. But, uh, of course, we were blessed with an amazing ladder yeah. match, but... There I was, was watching and just fuck, man. Did I love Sid? Like, what a what a specimen beast, that eh? guy what was. A beast. Eh? Like, and, uh, and the guy had creative chops too, like yep. around his character and stuff. But like, what an athlete! Like, I, just picturing him versus Kevin Nash, like head over heels, like ten times better athlete than Nash of the same size. Like, oh god, yeah. But yeah, now, I know sure. he broke his ankle just jumping off the rope, but that that was freak thing, right? I mean, like that's that. The other thing happen. I'll say about Sid, I don't think there's a wrestler that the winged eagle looked nicer on oh, than around oh. Sid's waist. I don't know why, okay. but just the physique on yeah. Sid, it just fit perfectly. It was like, I know it's a weird yeah. thing to say, but he just looked like a champ. No, I think it's good. I did. I, I look back now less fondly at the original winged eagle because it was so small, but yeah, it was a 
beautiful looked beautiful on i thought yeah. sean wore it really well too to be honest yeah yeah I thought true. Sean did too. True, uh, yeah. how about the big deal they made about like davy boy's hair being cut and like yep. he had a new look and all that i stuff, like right? the look too for davy yeah. boy i thought it looked really good and of course yeah, that was the last that was the last time he had long hair right they cut it there and he, I don't think he yeah i think so yeah, yeah and that's where we kind of get used to what we we remember like from the new hair foundation yeah 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 for sure so i should have pointed out this I guess really this is coming off of SummerSlam because they, they had that. I was just going to ask. I couldn't yeah. remember if they taped this before SummerSlam. No, it would have been after because they, right referenced after. The, yeah. they referenced the ladder match, right? Yeah. And I mean, SummerSlam, that was a stinker that year, man. Yeah. Like it was. The ladder aside, match is the only memorable match, right? Yeah. You had the Diesel Mabel, uh, King Mabel uh, title match in that. You had. Brett versus Stevie Wonder could have predicted that match would have been horrible. Like, come on, like those two guys in the ring at the same time. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You had Brett versus, uh, I think it was versus Isaac Yankum that yep. year, if I'm not mistaken. Of the King uh, stuff. It was, it was not good. It was not good. So it was, yeah, it, it, they were coming off of bad. So you, I guess you could only go up. I guess yeah, is the way to put enough. it. The other couple of things I'll say, and then we'll get into the feelings on the show. But uh, we also had. Isaac Yankum appeared, and it's just so weird to see Kane. I was just going to say how friggin' jacked he was, though. Eh? Oh, like, yeah, he was yeah. in peak shape, and like the head of hair on him was hilarious. I know. The teeth were hilarious. <laughs> Those but couldn't have been real. God, what a horrible gimmick oh, that was. So bad. Brutal. So bad. Brutal. And then we also had a gold dust vignette. Now, this wasn't the first. Was, I was, it yeah, was, but I was waiting. And so you said the other one was at SummerSlam? Uh, I think they might have had. I thought you said this was the first one, and it was a little lackluster in my opinion because I was waiting for it, Mm -hmm. and then it was like maybe thirty seconds, and I it was it was good. I guess I just was expecting a bigger pop. I think they might have had uh, one or two prior to this, but uh, this this definitely you can see the difference in gold. It's really it's just gold paint. That's it. It didn't. I know it didn't. Yeah, yeah, it didn't. It didn't even sound like them really. It was uh, and also there was no sign of Marlena, so I, she must come later, does she? Um, I think she comes in, into the vignettes, and I think she's there. I, I'm trying to remember if he debuted with her or not, but uh, we'll find out. We'll find yeah, out because we'll because it's happening soon, right? But uh, that was, they but, were real life partners, right? They were yes, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. I do remember, uh, like at the time, like thinking these vignettes were were really well done. Like this one might not have been great, but I mean, the overall the vignettes right. were done well, and it was like something that was so out of the norm for WWE or WWF, if you want to talk about it at that time, that um, to have a character like this. I mean, well, I know it was had... very bizarre. So obviously, yes. it's like over the top, and yeah, yeah, no, for and sure. It... And maybe I'm maybe I'm cutting it, uh, giving it too hard in a kind of a critic critique because i just remember being quick and not as impactful as i was expecting i guess that's all yeah no i don't disagree like out of all the vignettes this is probably one of the weaker ones i would have said yeah. but again we don't even we're looking through today's eyes where we know who gold right. dust is and at that just, time it would have been a big deal just freaky yeah, yeah yeah okay so very quickly jay what were your thoughts on the episode anything that stood out to you as far as the episode or the matches or anything like that no, I thought I, I thought it was good. Ma- uh, good match flow. I mean, Razor and Davy are good. Just, you could tell good workers. It looked like Davy was a little bit slow even then, though. Like I don't know if that was his start of his decline or whatever. Or I, I don't know if he, he was declined, pretty bulked but, up then. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, but he, mm-hmm. he just I, he wasn't like Wembley Stadium 
uh, Davy Boy, that's for sure, right? Like, I mean, he, I, he did. You know, something I wonder, sorry to interrupt, but I wonder, no. this is, like we said, this is his first heel run in WWF, I should say. Right. I'm sure, I think he did some in Japan, if I'm not mistaken. But um, is Maybe it perhaps he that he was trying to purpose. do methodical yeah. and, and yeah, he just enough. wasn't sure of the flow because he's trying to slow yeah. things down because he couldn't do his, he couldn't do his kip ups and all his little moves. Right. No, that, that's like, fair. That's fair. He's working to his new style. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and Scott Hall is obviously so good too. And, I kind of forgot how big and thick Scott Hall was too at times, oh, yeah. right? Like yeah. He was thick there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, that match was good. The Yankum appearance was kind of funny. And like how much they were selling that with King and stuff, like that was just like, oh. I'll give Vince credit. When he goes in on shit, he goes way in. You know what I mean? Like they were trying to get that fucking guy over at all costs. Like at all costs. They paired him with the King. Like that was... Yeah. Anyway, but uh, it was still horrible. Um, yeah. And yeah, the only other thing that really stood out was the 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 Sid match was really good. I liked it. I did like how they were they were starting to plant the seeds or maybe blossoming the seeds of um, the one two three kid and Razor kind of yes. split there too. Yeah, that they, was at they, the end, right? Yeah, because he he came in he yeah because he screwed him over at the end, right? Yeah, so Dean Douglas came in, I believe, right. and, and interfered. Then one, two, three, kid tried to help. Oh, he ended up screwing up the 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 whole thing. So you had that resentment there, and then you get the whole confrontation between right. the kid and uh, and, uh, and Razor, Razor. Yeah, yeah, and looking for a challenge, which is going to be on the next edition of Raw. So right. yeah, it's nice that they're sprinkling some seeds, but they're not overall going right. with the with and they and they have a nice legit beef too because kid beat. Razor when he debuted. Yeah, no, it was built in, built in for sure. So, so yeah, no, overall, I thought the episode was good, a good flow. And um, even then in 95, you can start to see the the difference of style and like the yeah. matches. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I think even that might, I don't know when that the people will probably have a time where they note like old school 80s transitioning to the new sort of even today's style. But like, it felt pretty, the pace was pretty good in all those matches. I know it wasn't yeah. quite. 2023 style but it was it was like definitely more and i feel like that coincides with when i was getting back into it because i've told you this before like i went away for a long time and it was because i was getting older but the style was still the same as when i was a kid and it wasn't as appealing to me because i was into i i wasn't into the early days ufc but that was appealing to me right like i was watching the 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 early because i was like 93 or four or something right so like the early days of US, UFC was really exciting, and I, I I was more into that sort of like pace, right? So, for uh, sure, yeah. So you can just anyway. All that to say, you could, especially in the um, in the Sid uh, Sean match. Sean Sean, I think, was probably one of the guys that really started to to change the match flow, probably a little bit more than anybody else, because you could just see uh, see the pace was quickening quickening you- up on that one. You kind of point on something that I've written down. It felt like you could feel the transition uh, from from out of that really hot garbage kind of yeah. 93, 94 era to it's almost like they're starting to click. And there's sorry for the pun because we know the click was involved, <laughs> but they're starting to click. They're starting to figure some things out, but they're not quite there. And you still got the no. holdovers of like an Isaac Yankum. Right. But, you know, you have Sean just at hyper speed. And I don't matches. think Sid was ever going to be that guy either, but he he could hold his own in there. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. 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 And then Razor, of Razor course. Could go. Razor yeah. Could go. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we had um, it felt like a transition for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which it was is, almost like they were. Le- it was almost like you could almost see them starting to let the the shackles off a little bit as far as the flow goes for the match. But and I don't know if that was a 
excuse me, deliberate thing by Vince or the agents or anything to before that to keep them kind of paced down and stuff, but maybe it was. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it was the WWF style yeah. of wrestling, but I think they might have been influenced a bit by WCW. I mean, just because yeah, Nit- Nitro just, just started. Yeah, they, but then you watch some of the, the WCW stuff, and it's old schooly too, right? You know what I mean? Like, even some of the stuff, even from the, the pay-per-view that we're going to get into, like, they, the pacing wasn't great. Yes, there was the Pillman match, and yes, there was a couple of, but like, man, well, I guess the, but even, like, but well, yeah, the Iron Flair match from the pay-per-view that we're going to get into, that was way more 80s style than than I was expecting, but still a great match. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, I, yeah, I guess it's it'd be cool to see like where in time things started to trigger into a new style of in-ring work, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. So overall, I, I give... I would still say it wasn't as good as the opening Nitro, but it was a nice response back. There was some entertaining stuff on that episode of Raw. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. It it wasn't really even apples to apples, though, right? Because the opening Nitro had, like, the pomp and circumstance. It had the mm-hmm. debuts. It had, like, the big kind of the big reveals, all that stuff, whereas this just felt – it felt just like another episode of Raw, but it was yeah. good. It was good. I, I would say this is probably the last kind of – dulled down season debut for raw because right. it didn't feel like that super special right. but uh, after this you're going to start seeing the wwf machine kind of right. roll with that kind of stuff with the production so all right the, cool. the new opening was a lot better at least it was yeah for sure although the song not the best but the opening was, was well, i was just going to say the song didn't last did it because i don't remember no, that song no they, 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 they must quickly, have quickly pivoted off that song yeah to the one that's in our mix on our on our right. intro the uh, the whole uh do, 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 do type of thing right, right? yeah so yeah no good stuff so all right so let's move on to nitro from the same night all right okay. so what i've got for highlights for that one is we had sabu's debut against oh, alex God. Wright. yeah we <laughs> yes. had we had um let me see i'm just going through uh matches here so sabu against Wright. we had yeah. um let's see Surfer Sting against that hot young free agent VK Wall Street. Yes. And boy, were you Kreskin on that one? Because immediately, week one, they've changed his name from Michael right, Wall Street. Michael to Wall Street <laughs> the week before, yeah. <laughs> we had um we had let me see uh Savage Norton, Scott Norton and Randy yeah. Savage. Uh and then of course we had Hogan and Luger, which was crazy that that was your main event, but they were just firing everything. Yeah at the wall at that point but and i should mention they they also mentioned there was a debut of disco inferno on saturday night (laughs) oh yes right yeah so So, we uh, should be watching saturday night too that just dawned on me hey i didn't uh i didn't get in saturday nights yeah we could be but we don't sure if that's on peacock or not we already established main event isn't but I can check right now, but uh, I don't think Saturday night is is up for very. No, we already established it's oh, only no, a couple it's seasons. It's yeah. only until ninety four. That's right. Yeah. And so sorry, on YouTube and stuff, we'll we'll be able to fill in the gaps. That's right. fine. Right. Yeah, trust me, these are the two main shows after. Yes, this. fair enough. Yeah. yeah. So so the first Let's talk thing about I, Sabu and right. <laughs> no, but before that, first thing I noticed right away, and it's it's you can tell on both shows, I guess. Going back to your point last last show we did about uh, the business being down in general, like look at the arenas they're in. They're tiny. And yeah. I, I looked it up. That Miami arena they were in, I think AEW just ran in there a couple months back or maybe a while, man, a few months back. And I remember looking it up at the time. It's probably like only a seven, 8,000 seat arena. So like, 
and then the pay-per-view is only in the Asheville whatever arena, which is only seven yes. or eight. I looked that up. Yeah. So like even just seeing the early days of Nitro coming with that short, short little set, it's not a very long ramp. It's like a tiny little venue. That was even weird to see because you're just used to like these massive arenas for Nitro because they went big. Like they went into every NHL and NBA arena when they could, right? And mm-hmm. uh, I know Raw started to do that too, but I think Raw took a long time to catch up to them for uh, for the bigger arenas. I think, but yeah, I believe so. Um, yeah. Anyway, that was the first thing that really stood. I was like, oh my god, it's you can just tell how small that arena is where the way the ring is sitting there. But I'll ask you this, Jay. Do you, do you find that sometimes that helps the product a little bit in that it feels a bit more gritty? And that's part of the problem with yeah. today, today's Raw just feels too clean. Well, today's Raw, 100%, I will say it's too polished. They could use Which, a couple of shows in small yes, arenas. They could. Yeah. It's not even the small arena. I just don't like the bright lights and all of the LEDs and all of that stuff. Whereas Dynamite still has a bit more of a dark look. Now I know they're taking shit for getting the new WWE look on the set and stuff, mm-hmm. but at this, at the very least, it's still a little more toned down dark look for dynamite. And Rampage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So no, I agree. I, I prefer that. I, what I don't like about them running in these really small ones is that there's no ramp. Like basically the set is there and there's like a tiny little ramp and then it goes on an angle right to the ring. Like you can just, yeah. you can just tell that that's, it's pretty small, mm-hmm. but you're right. I mean, I think I would take that over um, uh, an arena that doesn't have any like sort of, I don't know what the word is, but like um, it just, that feels more vacant, I guess. So yeah, that that's, even if it's full, those large arenas can feel a little bit uh, vacant. Sure. Yeah. No, I get you. No, I get good point. You. Yeah. So the, the Sabu match, I thought <laughs> was a bit of a clusterfuck to be honest. Yes. Yes. Sloppy like, is what I thought. Sloppy as shit. I and said it would have fit in AEW. <laughs> yeah, well, and I don't even remember Alex Wright ever having a bad match because I, that guy, I used to actually like that guy. I remember watching at the time. I'm and sure maybe, you did. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I know he's pretty young there because he's a couple of years in before he gets into the, his Nitro run, I think, right? I or think he's know. only like 22 there. They said he was like 19. That, yeah. Oh, 19? They really? Said he, no, that might have wow. been Kayfabe, but they said he yeah. was 19 on air. They said the 19-year-old rookie. But anyway, um, just a bit of a hot mess. And the finish yeah. was made it worse like that. I don't know if the thing off the top rope was supposed to be the finish. I think it was and botched. His shoulders weren't down, so it was botched to begin with. And then the fucking table spot was atrocious. He almost killed him with that he table did. spot. And then, yeah. he almost, and then Sabu almost went right into the rail. Like, it just, he went weirdly straight into, like, he almost did like a cross body onto the yeah. table. It just anyway, yeah. it was bad. It didn't didn't look good at all. I'll say this: I've never been a Sabu fan, so nor to have me, I really. And how I mean, this I'm, was impressive. Now I'm just curious to see how long he lasts. So I don't know if yeah. we can follow Sabu's limited career path in WCW because we, considering neither one of us even remembered him being there. Probably maybe one more episode. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll, we'll find, find out for sure. Yeah, yeah. we'll find out. We'll keep track. Yep. But yeah, uh, no, I thought that match was. I could have done without that match. Then you had Flair come in the ring. Yeah, his, and again, uh, another weird Luger thing. Like, what yeah. was with that? Like, I think the whole point of Luger was to spread dissent everywhere to try to see the, because they knew because like, he was the, the outsider kind of yeah, thing. Like, yeah, yeah, and then of course they wanted the War Games team to have a little dissent and all right. that stuff to make you think that know. possibly they could lose the Dungeon of Doom, but. Yeah, but I thought I thought the promo by Flair, of course, was oh, Flair, Flair doesn't do a bad promo. Yeah. Absolutely, the I Luger thing was just weird. He comes in, doesn't say a word. He makes some weird gesture and then walks out. I'm like, 
that was just uncomfortable. Like it didn't. It was awkward. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't know why they wouldn't have had Luger come back and join the Horsemen again. Yeah, like he he's a former Horseman, and that would have been perfect. I mean, instead of him joining the Dungeon, Luger just should not talk. He should just like you don't need to let him talk. (laughs) Just flex. That's just flex. But that's that's all he needed to do. He's yeah. a total package after all. Yeah, I would have liked to seen him join the Horsemen. To be quite honest, I think that would have been pretty cool yeah, way to come cool. back. By uh, the way, yeah, on side note, Liz isn't there yet, is she? No, no. Okay. So, so then she, I, yeah. I put a point there that, uh, again, the big boys play. They just beat that to death. Yeah. I also couldn't believe how much they shit all over the WWF during the Oh, during the show, I know. Oh, my God. Where I don't think Raw in the couple of weeks that I've watched has even made mention of Nitro. No, no. That was always a Vince thing, though, I don't think. It's that. not until they do a Billionaire Ted around 96, oh, wow. around WrestleMania, that's when they start yeah. mentioning, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. That was, oh my God, they, they were going. They, they love going... talking about it. Oh my God, yeah, were they ever. Uh, they then... said, what, was, uh, what was one of the lines? Like, uh, that show's named after spoiled eggs or some shit. Yeah, like I know. I was like, <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Oh my God. What? I don't think I... I'm not even going to talk about uh, Mongo because oh, it's just dog. beyond ridiculous. I did ridiculous. catch the dog. I did catch the you, dog. You saw Pepe? Oh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> All right. I'm not even going to bother talking about Sting and uh, Wall Street because that was just uh, was a hot mess too. Yeah, it, was, it really was. How old was Rotunda at that time? He must have been de- degrading because he did not look good in that ring, man. Uh, I didn't think he looked bad, actually. He, he looked look spry. Horrible. But, uh, he didn't look horrible, but... It was just there was no chemistry in that match at the very least. Like, I guarantee it's going to shock you how old he was at that point. So let me see. He would have been uh, maybe he's in his late thirties. Maybe if he's he in, he would have been. Uh, let me see. It's got to be in his forties. <laughs> if you tell me twenty-seven, I'm going to thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Okay, yeah. so okay, that, that checks yeah. out probably. But yeah, okay. Anyway. Yeah. I just I just didn't like that match. I didn't think they had any flow. They didn't work well no. together. Sting is Sting's it's, not the best worker. Let's let's be real. So I it's don't fun, think anyway. It's fun to see Surfer Sting again because it's been a long time since I've seen. Yeah, Surfer I've Sting. never liked that gimmick, but I just uh, found he was. You just never like, watched eighties? Oh, no, I didn't. NWA. So, so yeah, did. yeah. And to me, it's just so over the top, especially for yeah. ninety five. It's so over the top, but. But I get it. He was he was a big guy. He was a big. You, dude. you think so, about it, though between like the, he was in a tag team with the Ultimate Warrior, right? The Blade Runners. Oh, know, so I you know. think of how ridiculous the Warrior yeah. was. Sting looks like a librarian compared to that. Yeah, so fair enough. But in the eighties, yes, it worked fantastic. At this point, it was really old. It was definitely it was really run its old. course at this point. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Did you do you feel that that Steve that Sting gets more credit for being great in the ring? I just never thought he was great in the ring, to be honest. I, I, I thought he was pretty basic myself. Yeah. I thought he was a gimmick, that, a fantastic gimmick, great body. Good, I, I will go promo. as far as say yeah. I think Hogan's a better worker than Sting. Um, the way he works the crowd, the way he works the moves, the way he can throw yeah, the he, moves he, on. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, like Sting doesn't. He's got a little bit of the psychology, but but Hogan's style, even through, through seeing some of the promos leading up to the pay per view where he's slapping on arm bars and shit, I'm like. Okay, like there you go. Like that's to me anyway. Hogan or even like, uh, well, no, I, I think it's fair to compare Sting and Hogan. I think to be honest, I think it is. Yeah, as far yeah. as their in-ring abilities. Yeah. Um, what do you think of Savage and Norton? 
I thought it was a more uh, that was so. I will going back to your point. That one felt more like a today's style match. Yeah, that one definitely did. I will give you that. And North I thought was it was a great Japan, match. I think right. I I think it was too. That w- maybe it was telling because Norton's coming from Japan, right? That's where he came from. I think that's where Bishop got him. I, think. I believe he would have been coming back so, from there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we can probably say safely that Japan was always a, a couple years ahead of the American style, right? I mean, like mm-hmm. that was at that time at least. So yeah, no, I thought it was a good match. I thought a little too much old school macho, though. You know what I mean? Like a lot. He did. It was like I was watching. It's like oh my god! It's like I'm watching 1988. WrestleMania all over again with Savage, right? Like he did a lot of the same shtick, which I know he is did. a shtick, yeah. but but he sold uh, like crazy though for him too. Oh my god, yeah. he sold like well, and don't don't take that comment as me uh like Macho's one of my favorite. You know, he's one of my favorites yeah. of all time. Yeah. Like I love the guy, mm-hmm. but it, it it I I was like I forgot that he was still doing the same stuff in that time in '95, right? I know yeah. he switches up, he gets bulked up, and he's not doing any of that shit in the the heyday. Of Nitro, but uh, yeah, no, I thought it was a good match. I, I've never been a, Nor- a Norton fan, so I can't say I loved it, but I thought he did a good job for his first match on Nitro. I think. Yeah, I, I thought it was great until you had the Dungeon of Doom, of course, show up, and, it was, and, and then it was a shitty, dusty finish. And I was like, oh, like, 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 can we say that ninety eight percent of, and I'm already feeling it that I remember this to be true. Ninety eight percent of the matches just end in a no contest, right? Basically. Um, towards I mean, as the years went on, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, at this point, I think it was a bit better, but as the years went on, for sure, yeah, yeah. I think just Nitro era it started to get really yeah, bad for enough. that. But uh, it, it, just like the whole Good power bomb that that Norton power bomb was pretty sweet. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But like the the Dungeon of Doom shows up, Tenta Shark, he just he puts his head through the ropes and takes a weak shot and he falls over unconscious on top of Norton. And it's like, holds him down. It's like, it was a great out to have Savage win, but it's like, I felt bad for Norton because it made him look weak look after a weak. fantastic yeah. and and I felt bad for Savage because he worked his ass off to make him look good. So yeah. it's yeah, no, you're right. It did it yeah. didn't it didn't hold up the finish. It's just, it's sure. just Dungeon of Doom is such a stink on yeah. on WCW during this time, and we'll get into that more when we talk about Fall Brawl. But yeah, it's just unreal. Other than that, we of course we had the Hogan Luger match. Same thing. It was I thought it was a decent match. I agree until I agree. until the Dungeon of Doom comes in again yeah. and just absolutely was brutal. And I thought the 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 whole even their interference was terrible. Like it was like it not wasn't believable. Well done. Yeah, it no. Wasn't well done. And, but then the post match stuff was fantastic, and Savage was unreal as yeah, far Savage as Savage like, was great. Oh man, his intensity! The, I missed that. I missed off that. Each other. Yeah, that was good. That was that good. was fantastic, man. That was a good was way fantastic. to end it. Definitely made up for the Dungeon of Doom shit. So to end it, yeah, out, that was that was a good way to end it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, overall, I, I, to me so far, Nitro has felt quick and it's felt exciting. It's like it's yeah. like I feel like they're just putting a ton of stuff in there, but it's not like too fast. It's not like like that's one of the complaints we have about uh, AEW right now is it's they're trying to put three hours of stuff in two yeah. hours right? right whereas this felt like let's okay let's fill every little nook and cranny but we still got enough room to yeah. make it go it's it's, it's it was much- stuffed it was stuffed but it felt good the pacing was good i thought too well, especially yeah. for a go-home show for the pay-per-view yeah. too right you know yeah. so no, i agreed agreed yeah. it was good I'd, so far nitro both both weeks have been much more enjoyable than than the raw 
I agree. Yeah. I agree. I'm a bigger fan of Nitro at this. If I'm yeah. if I'm Joe Blow, who's never watched wrestling before, of the two shows, I'm a bigger You're fan more of Nitro attached right to now. Nitro. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, cool. Okay, so we're gonna jump into uh, into uh, fall brawl here in a second. But before we do, I was gonna ask you, Jay, did you catch any of the football this weekend? I know you were. You were moving and doing all kinds of different yeah. things, so you probably I, didn't have a moment to breathe. But I uh, did catch a little bit. I saw your bills almost blow it, so that was. Oh uh, yeah, I know. Was, you probably were a little nervous on that one. Nah, <laughs> they're they're probably destined for the Super Bowl <laughs> this year, just to make me uh, cringe a bit more. But. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did. So I did catch a little bit of it. I uh, still don't have enough time to sit down and put some wagers on anything, but hopefully next weekend. Well, if if you had a had, uh, and I'm talking to the audience now, as I know you and I have, if their uh, listening audience had a had the uh, BetStamp app, who is an official sponsor of uh, yep. Wrestling with the War, they would have had a, a good chance to see some some great odds uh, on that app, especially for one of the key games, the Jacksonville game, where uh, the Jaguars pulled one off, a little bit of an upset there, and a comeback special. And um, it's looking closer, like uh, old Triple H might have to hand old Tony Khan a, a replica belt <laughs> for the Super Bowl. Win, oh, right? God, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> oh, oh, now I'm going to pull for the – I didn't even clue into that. I'm pulling for the Jags just for that now. I can't because they'd have to beat the Bills in order to do oh, so. Oh, so. buddy, that doesn't – yeah, that's your problem, not mine. But yeah, so it's uh it's quite interesting. But yeah, that was that was one of the key games that I'm sure a lot of people were wishing they had a probably had, lost uh, the uh, head coach of the Chargers his job probably probably did yeah. But uh, as we mentioned, the bet the bet stamp app is a fantastic app if you're looking to uh, to help your odds in in some of these games, especially this time playoff time. There's always some crazy stuff going on. One of the nice features of bet stamp is they have unique line shopping, so you have betting lines that have different odds at each sports book. By using the BetStamp app, you can uh, line shop across all sports books to ensure you uh, get the best value available for each wager. So, as I say, that can make a big difference as far as your winnings each week when you uh, when you can shop each different line because there was some odds all over the place this weekend for such tight games. The other nice thing is there's verified bet tracking. So, BetStamp allows you to track verified bets across all major sports books. So, this allows you to keep track of your different accounts and builds a more credible record as a better. Also, something we had talked about that we really enjoy is that you can follow winning better. So for the neophytes who aren't, uh, you know, accustomed to the betting or who to go with or what to do, they can, they're able to follow other bet stamp users uh, to be instantly notified when they are tracking picks. So following winners using uh, the bet stamp pick marketplace is a great way to find new bets for yourself as well. Maybe you're trying to get that, you know, parlay going that uh, you want to have. Yeah, and Or even just like someone like me who doesn't want to spend a whole lot of time. I'm just going to pick somebody. Oh, you know what? I'll roll the dice on that one. For sure. And, uh, you know, if you want to go try out the BetStamp app, it's it's free. So you can go try it out, download the app. You want to head over to the BetStamp website or uh, download it on your on your uh, iPhone or uh, on whichever phone you use. And make sure if you do, when you're signing up, use the promo code WWTT. And uh, that'll let BetStamp know where you heard about them and how you got uh, got over to their app to to try them out. And uh, certainly helps us out in the long run as we want to be able to help as many bettors as possible increase their odds. So try it out, BetStamp app. Promo code WWTT. 
All right, Jay. Well, uh, that was a nice little uh, break from our uh, friends over at BetStamp. Again, uh, I've been using the app a little bit, helping myself out, and showing yeah. a little bit of success on that. Uh, I know you've just been absolutely hogtied as far as time, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure you'll be getting on there to try to try uh, to. My my winnings are still sitting in there, ready yeah. to, ready to be spent. So uh, I'm gonna get in get in there as soon as I can. But you know, it's funny because I was tracking somebody, and that was one of the games. Was that Jacksonville game that a lot of people were thinking they weren't going to win? I I decided to go with that, and oh, there so you, you, go. Put, you won some money on that. Yeah, one, yeah, yeah, for sure. So nice. yeah, yeah, nice. for sure. All right, so let's get into the main event this week. We're going to be talking about our first pay per view in the war, and this is ironically enough. What is it? War it's games. Fall Brawl 95 War Games. Yeah, for sure. So fitting that, that um, you know, that we have that. So uh, this is uh, an interesting pay-per-view, I will say that. <laughs> uh, it's kind of all over the place as far as what we're seeing. We've been talking about this, you know, the transition that we were feeling with Raw. Well, it feels like a bit of a transition with uh, WCW as well, the old and the new. And uh, I think one of the first things that that really was evident of the shifting of style was our opening match, which I thought was in today's vernacular, we would call a banger, yeah. but it was uh Brian Pillman against Johnny B. Bad. What were yeah. your thoughts on this? Well, apart from always wanting to call him Mark Merrow. Um, yes. I was, I don't want to say surprised because I knew both of these guys were good workers, but like one, the amount of time they gave the match. So mm-hmm. the first, the first part of the match, the pre kind of overtime, if you will, that must have been over 20 minutes. It and was like, just under 30, if I believe, like the whole match. The whole match. So, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, they gave it. I just remember sitting there watching, like, man, this is a great match, but I don't remember this style of match and this going this long. So, thought it was really good. They were going back and forth. I wasn't my only critique if I had one for the for that for that match, and I did thoroughly enjoy the match, was I couldn't quite tell who the heel was. And I don't know. I just I figured at this time because I couldn't, because I didn't know the backstory. I was like just going by crowd reactions and stuff. And I, I a little bit it was flying Brian, but then like Johnny B. Bad was getting. I was like I don't. I couldn't quite tell. So. Maybe that uh, was just me in in the moment, but I think that might have been you just not not being familiar with the backstory on it. Luckily, right. like for me, I was, but also I, I thought for sure I knew that. Well, it was supposed to be a face versus face match first of okay, all. Okay, so maybe was, maybe that's where it was coming from. Yeah, right. sorry, sorry, I should preface that it was supposed to be a face versus face match. So you had Hillman doing uh, Hillman Pillman doing heel tendencies in this right. one, right? Which was I loved. There was a couple of subtle things that. People would never have picked up on at that time, but it actually comes back into play because of what happens with Pillman shortly I was just going to say, but that's why, yes, the end made more sense not, after not watching just that, that match. In but, the yeah. match, he uses uh, he uses Flair's chops quite a bit, and he does some Aaron Anderson-style heel tactics as oh, I well. I didn't catch that. So, I didn't, so, which, of course, you're way more astute than me. I didn't catch well, that. Well, I know that what's going to happen with him coming up, but right. uh, not just tonight, but, I mean, further on down the right. road. But, yeah, but... I thought this was a great match. I just checked it out. It was 29 minutes and 12 seconds total. total. So I, I agree. I really loved it. My, again, apart from the, I was kind of like, um, who am I supposed to be cheering for thing? Apart from that, I did kind of find the finish a bit uh, anticlimactic. I, maybe that's just me because I'm thinking in 2023 perspective. Yeah. What I think was intended to happen is they come together. They do the, the mid ring kind yeah. of meet. And Mero is supposed to land on him, yes. but instead, 
Pillman landed on him. And then yeah. he had to roll over. And I was like, yeah. that lost it for me. Like that was that I I know I can suspend it, but like that's where I was like, uh, that's really weak. You know what I mean? Like that. That's the only and it was flawless other than that. And that really wasn't their fault. It was just how they landed. Mm-hmm. But like to me, the the fact that he landed and then had to roll him over. That's not a move that's an impactful move that, like, it's a mm-hmm. finisher or anything like that, right? So it's like, but in the moment, if they both hit and he just, like, if Pillman had got the pin and he just landed, I would believe that a lot more because they just knocked each other out. He covered them, right? Like, that's yeah. kind of thing. But instead, he rolled them over. That's my only beef with that, but it wasn't really a big deal. It's you funny know what you I mean, though? Like, yeah, you know what I, mean? I, like I it, do. I do. Yeah. I know what you mean. And funny you mentioned that because for me, watching it again through 1995 eyes, uh, one thing I found about this match, because I know one of your complaints about the older stuff is there's a lot of rest holds yeah. and a lot of slow stuff. There wasn't that during this no, match. No, there really was, wasn't. There was like there was moves where they actually worked a body part, but that's a little bit different. There was movement yeah. throughout they the were, work of the body were part. They were sweat, like they were yes. drenched. Johnny B. Bad was just yeah. absolutely drenched. drenched. But that ending, uh, one thing I will say, although yes, they didn't land the right way. I remember watching that and I, I did a holy shit when they hit each other because the speed yeah. the two oh, of them had going off the ropes. So, sure, like, it yeah. was impactful. It was just that for some reason, I don't know why they landed that way, but he they were smart to quickly roll it over. No, and, for and, sure. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I can think of is it looked like they were a little too far to the right rope. Could've you know been. what I mean? Like they weren't mm-hmm. in the middle of the ring when they landed, when they hit. Mm-hmm. And that, I don't know if that would have changed the, but to me, if they had come back closer to the middle of the ring and hit, it would yep. have been even a better fit. Like, definitely, though, was it an impactful? Uh, it was very impactful when they hit. And I, that's I a would, cool spot. I like that it spot. It was, yeah. I like yeah. that spot mm-hmm. a lot. And they've it's been done before and been done probably again. But that that is, I'm not, the my beef isn't with the spot. It was just the the, the rolling over part that took it away from me. And I'm like, ah, I just wish they hadn't had to do that. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I should point out it was 29 minutes and 12 seconds, which was the longest match of the night. Yeah, it no was shocker. 11 minutes longer than the war games. Than the war match. games after all, <laughs> with all the gimmicky shit. Yeah. 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 With your periods and everything, that should yeah. tell you about the main event. Yeah. But anyways, well, I'm gonna get into that main event. Well, we'll get to that. So next up was the Ric Flair backstage interview with Mean Gene, and I thought it Fuck, was fantastic. Interview, oh, oh, god, oh. that guy can cut a promo, man. Like. Just the passion and like he gave me all the backstory and like no I can't say anything more than it was perfect. It was like an actual perfect promo. Yeah, it, it felt like you could feel the lineage to the old NWA, but it almost felt like it made sense. And it was like it was just yeah. something that didn't feel like WWF nineteen ninety two, if you know yeah. what I mean, because of the Hogan red yellow influence, macho, all those guys. You had something really cool that just felt like an old school NWA. Yeah, bat. it felt it felt real for sure. And they brought in the the element of like uh, like I think Flair even said I was adopted. You came up for a broken home, all this stuff like yeah. that. Like yeah, it was. There's nothing more to say. It was perfect. Like it was yes. such a good promo. Yeah, for sure. All right, uh, that led to our next match, which was Cobra. Versus Sergeant Craig. Pittman. I had to fucking pause and be like, "Am I? What the hell am I watching? Did they just say the CIA? Like, what the fuck? I don't remember any of these fucking guys." Trivia time, my friend. Oh do you know, my God. Do you who know the hell Cobra is Cobra? Was? No, you know I don't. I don't even remember oh, the, the name. You're kick yourself. I, I've never heard that name ever. Oh, you're gonna kick yourself. Would you recognize the name Jeff Farmer? No. Oh, Would you was rec- that the Patriot? Uh, no. 
Oh, that's Del Wilkes, right? Would you recognize that's the name Sting. NWO Sting? Well, I do know that, but is that who played him? That's Cobra. Cobra oh, was fun. NWO Sting, man. <laughs> what else did Farmer play? That's pretty much it. Pretty much it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, like where did this what I hope there was weeks leading up to this angle where they're like a faction or something, because it was bad. Well, apparently, I, I think there was. I think, and I'm trying to use my own memory here, uh, so forgive me if I'm wrong, but I believe there was a backstory. They had been battling maybe on, like, Saturday night and stuff like that, yeah. where I guess they had come across each other in the services or something like that, and one screwed over the other. I, my thing was, I couldn't tell who the bad guy was in this match, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, who was it? Because you got you got Pittman coming down from the ceiling, but yeah, he's like, the guy superhero. <laughs> And then, like, did you catch that? He clearly hit him with a a, a, a belt of ammo, and Shivani's like, he's choking him with something. I don't know what yeah. it is. Like, it's clearly fucking a, an ammo belt. Like, how do you not know what it is, Shivani? Like, this is what bothers me about Shivani. I was nowadays being considered one of the greats of commentary. I never thought he was good at all, except for back way back in the eighties when he well, was fair, yeah. when he was half serious. But during yeah. this whole. He's so over the Nitro top. Nitro air, yeah. he's so over the top. Yeah, ridiculous. I was just like, what do you mean? You know, like, I don't, he's hitting him with something and choking him. I was like, no, it's clearly an ammo belt. <laughs> like, anyway, but yeah, I I didn't know any of these guys were, didn't know what the hell was going on. Thank God the match was quick. It, it was, was like, une- what, uneventful. It was like a two minute minutes. and a half. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. Um, I think I, I took a peek into like future Saturday nights and this feud keeps going, I think. So, yes. Please. Yeah. Please, I hope not. But this felt fair. like WCW 1992 or something yeah, like that. It felt like it was just... hot fucking garbage. Considering yeah. what they put on the main event kind of pre-show, it was like yeah. we got this instead of who was it? There was a couple tag team matches. It was or Eddie Alex, Guerrero's Alex debut. Wright, and, Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, like <laughs> yes. it was Eddie Guerrero's debut. We got we got that on the pre-show and this hot garbage on the main card. Like we also know. had Disco Inferno against Joey Mags. Come on, man, we could have yeah. had that on there. But... Like, come on, anyway. But uh, another little uh, trivia out of this match. It's amazing. In a minute and 22 second (laughs) match, we can have trivia. But uh, the cadet that came out and gave uh, the distraction techniques for NWO Sting, better known as Cobra. Do you know who that was? Uh, I was trying to catch who he he looked like, but I couldn't catch what he looked like. He became a wrestler in WCW later on, probably in 97, 96, 97. You probably wouldn't. I didn't recognize him, but I, well, I kind of was like, I know this is somebody, so I had to look it up. Do you remember Prince Iakea? Oh yeah, I definitely that was remember. Prince. That was, that was Prince Iakea. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was later. I think that was like, well, it might have been ninety-seven. I guess. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So he, um, I guess he was down the and power. He became plant. something else after that too. Yeah, he was like the artist, basically. Right. He became yes. Prince. <laughs> yes. Right. So yeah, so there you go. So out of that one minute and twenty-two second match, we had a little <laughs> bit of trivia. The two thing, but God. Following that up was an amazing. <laughs> Oh God almighty. An amazing segment. Um, because he's I'm shaking my head because this is one of my favorites of all time. But we actually was, had a text about this before the show. It was the Mr. Wonderful segment oh with Gary Spivey. <laughs> hot, hot, hot garbage. It was the hottest garbage. It was like, what am I watching? And first of all, who's this Gary Spivey idiot with this like is that what the guy wore? Like, is that a yes. real look? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my god, how do it's I like not... a Brillo pad on his yeah, head? Yes, yeah. I, mean, I like they. I want to erase that segment from my memory. I know. Bad. Here's what I was thinking of when I'm watching this, and not because I'm a wonderful Homer, but I'm thinking 
Paul Orndorff literally kicked the living shit out of Vader in flip-flops in a shower, basically, and sent him packing to the WWF, which they're talking about on the show, uh, like right. on Nitro. That was the and real the life thing that happened, right? That was a real life thing that happened right. backstage. Why wouldn't you go with a gimmick where Orndorff is a legit badass yeah, yeah. and play that up instead of this complete opposite where he's this loser who's lost confidence in himself and is yeah. talking to Gary Spivey? Like, I don't understand yeah. that. Maybe, he's another... maybe maybe they were hoping Vader would come back. Maybe they were hoping, uh, what, what's his name? White or whatever his name is. What? Leon White. Yeah. yeah, Leon would come back. Yeah. Mm, I don't know, but. Uh, it was bad. He... Whatever it was, it was horrible. Orndorf's Please tell me he doesn't last. Does this keep going? It lasts for a little bit. It'll, it'll change, but it lasts for a little bit. Jesus. Um, that's why this song made it onto my top 10 worst entrance themes of all time. This wonderful song. You're going to hear yeah. that on the next. But, he, but here's where I was confused because they made a big deal to call him Mr. Wonderful, but he was always Mr. Wonderful before. He was. He? Yeah. But they so kind of they kind of dropped the Paul Orndorff name. Okay, for a and that's while, what yeah. I was trying to gather. I was like, okay, are they just saying he's now just Mister Wonderful? And oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Anyway, it's pretty bad. It's pretty <laughs> bad. But he's he's another guy. I thought could have easily slipped into the Horseman. Yeah, fair. Well, he he was still clearly uh, could go at the time too. I imagine. Well, I mean, it's almost like it was becoming a legends group at that point. Right. So it would have made sense to have a guy like him yeah, come in. And, and when Perfect came in in uh, in '97, mm-hmm. again, same thing. But we'll get to that in a, in a while when Ooh, we get to the my spot. Lots problem. to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we had a lot of drag there. So of course we're going to get a nice palate cleanser with the next match, which was DDP versus Renegade. <laughs> <laughs> first, first thing I noticed right away. DDP as a heel is funny to see. And then he was thick. Like DDP was yeah. thick there. Like he yeah. like was not lean at all. Like it like didn't look bad, but he was thick. Yeah. And he, he had that top on too. But um and I wasn't sure if he had the diamond cutter at the time either. So I was like, He did? I, I know. Because he pulled it out. So I was watching the whole match. I'm like, oh, I wonder if he's got the diamond cutter. Um mm-hmm. yeah, I mean it was okay. I didn't think it was <laughs> like it was I renegade was shitty. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah. I, I, I could tell even in watching DDP in that match, I was like, okay, you can see why he's a good worker. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you can see the inner workings of his selling ability and psychology and all that stuff. So I'm not blaming DDP for that match. I just renegade just was awkward. Like some of the, he did like a springboard and I thought he was going to fucking face plant. Like he was mm-hmm. like, really, you remember that spot? He tried mm-hmm. to do a clothesline. Anyway, I I never at the when I was a kid don't remember you being into Renegade and well I don't think I think I was because he didn't last long enough for me to be into him, and then now I'm definitely not like it was just that's just so bad a forced little gimmick there. Yes, my my thoughts on it were uh, DDP was a walking gimmick at this point. It just felt like he was just yeah. had eighteen things going right. on. Uh, you know, you, the got valet, Max, the, you got Max Boxel, yeah. you got Kimberly. He's a millionaire, a multimillionaire. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's a champ. He's this, he's that, and he's yeah. got the, the shirt on. It's like just settle down and into yeah. one. Uh, but I also could see, like like you said, the signs of what oh, was to come. Yeah. yeah, easy to see that. Like he's he's a main event guy. Like yeah. easy to see that. Yeah, hundred percent. That that's what I get glean more from that match. I wasn't really into the match otherwise i did and again i don't think it was a horrible match but i wasn't invested in it because like it's renegade and yes. like you know what i mean 
Yeah. I was curious to see Kimberly. That was nice. <laughs> it's 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 um it's gonna get a lot worse and a lot better. Like I would call this the start of the rise of DDP, where okay. he finally gets a belt, but like he's of course gonna have a few with the booty man and all this. Is stuff. this the start of the decline of Renegade? Oh god, yes. Oh so god, they yes. took they must have took the title off him knowing that he was done, hey? Oh, they knew he was done the moment he started. I mean, they they built it up as if the Ultimate Warrior was going to be Hogan's surprise, right. and it turned out to be the Renegade. I I got a kick out of uh, like Arn put him over. That's who he won the title off of his Arn. The TV title. The TV Arn? title. Yeah. Jesus. And uh, I also how got long kick before this did he debut? Sorry to like it was uh, months before. I think it was only months before. Yeah, right. yeah. I think it was like it might have been at like Beach Blast or something okay. like that, or Bash of the Beach or something, but. He was the ultimate solution they were going to call him. And it was like, yeah, it was just, oh, it was brutal. But, and then I got a kick out of like Tony Schiavone talking during the match. He's like, he's got him in a headlock. He's like, look at the guns in that guy. Like, dude, <laughs> no. dude's got like 19 inch arms. He looks like just some. <laughs> some he was not ripped at all. No, he looked like some guy you pull from the gym, just yeah. go throw a singlet on. There you go. He's not looking like the ultimate warrior. Didn't they give them a cease and desist too? Because at the very beginning, he he had trunks on and everything too. Like, oh they, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was just. Ugh. It, it, yeah. They would have been better off just debuting him as something completely different. But right. yeah, it was brutal, brutal. But you know the guy. So here's how I gauge these things in history. Like a lot of guys would have worked through that gimmick if they had the talent. Right. But that guy never yes. went on to anything else. Right. He never, yeah. he, he just, that was it. Wasn't it? It's a shame. He ended up committing suicide in, uh, well, in okay, uh, like 1990. Well, no. And you know what? I'm going to say, you know this. what I'm trying to say, right? You like, know, it, it, and I don't, don't apologize. Cause I'm going to yeah. say 94% of the rosters of well, both of true. these died of drug overdoses over that's the true. years. It's so we cannot, we can't just not shit on people. No, for, we're, we're watching it from that time frame, right? And I'm not going to feel bad about my that. only like, point being that he could have overcame that gimmick. Had he had the natural talent that he would yeah. have, you know what I mean? But yeah. he never became anything else. So that's why I was like, eh. Yeah, it was uncensored is where he debuted at in 95. Oh, okay. So just adding to the whole schlop of uncensored 95 there. But yeah. Oh, uh, that was the March one or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. But all right. Well, we'll we'll leave the poor renegade alone <laughs> there. So <laughs> so next we go with, uh, we got a tag team title match. It's Harlem Heat with Sister Sherry. Uh, they gave this one a lot of time too. Yeah, they did. With yeah. uh, They were facing a... Dirty Dick Slater and Bunko's Buck. I had to look and those guys up too. You didn't know those guys? Well, I knew the name. I definitely knew Dick Slater, and I definitely knew Bunko's Buck. But I, I wanted to look them up to get the like the the backstory on them. Yeah. And I didn't realize at the time that Colonel Parker and and Buck and Buck are like brothers or whatever, right? Yeah, Jimmy okay. Golden. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, and I mean, there's a whole continental wrestling connection there, the Southeast wrestling area, right? Uh, with that whole thing. Now, I gotta say, I really enjoyed this match. It was yeah, like it was, it was good. Just, it was, it was a good, good tag team. It was match. very physical. Like there was yeah. there was a couple spots where I was like, "Fuck, Booker, he looks like he's getting pissed off." Like mm -hmm. they were like there was some stiff stuff. Like um, Dick, I don't know if it was Dick or the other guy, but uh, yeah, no, I, it was. I enjoyed it. It was a bit slow paced for my liking, but it was it was physical and there was some some good good work in it for sure. Oh, the yeah. Sherry, the Sherry Parker stuff was kind of weird because I didn't know the backstory. So I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was pretty funny. They're making <laughs> a big deal about it. Yeah. 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 They've had the love triangle going on yeah. for so long there. But yeah, it's good. And, and Parker's hilarious. Like, just he's such the Southern thing. It's, it's ironic, too. There's a connection with Colonel Parker. 
and Harlem Heat, which is a very uh, <laughs> some things we will say is a, a neck tugger, but this one is um so a lot of people forget Harlem Heat came into WCW back in '93. Like, I, and I only learned that they had different names to begin with. Yeah, yeah, Kane and Cole. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, because I was going back through the fall brawls, and the first one it was they were in the main, they were in the war games, I think, but as Kane yes. and Cole yes. or something. Yeah, like, who the fuck is Harlem Heat, Kane and Cole? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, so they were there for the infamous Shockmaster situation. Right. Remember? They were there on that flare for the goal right. when that happened, right? And, it, and you forget about that because they feel like such a, a Nitro Arrow yeah. team, right? Yeah. But the the angle that they, <laughs> they were supposed to come in with was they were supposed to be managed by Colonel Robert Parker. And how that happened is he was supposed to have won them during a card game in the South. And they were basically like his slaves. And they were literally going to be led to the ring with shackles and chains on by Robert Parker. They thought this was a good idea? Two black men were going to be led to the ring by a white Southerner in chains. Luckily, I don't even know if they did one match like this, but somebody finally said, what the hell are you doing? We cannot do this, but... That was the original plan for that angle. Brutal. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't so. see the, the light of day. Yeah, yeah. No. So that was uh, that was interesting. But yeah. anyways. The match, you- yeah. So I thought it was good back and forth. The old time broody kind of Dick Slater kind of bunkhouse style was 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 good. I liked it. Um, there Slater, couple- by the way, legit tough guy. Legit yeah, he looked it. Guy. He yeah. looked it. Yeah, he definitely looked it. Um there was a spot where Booker goes in the corner and almost broke his fucking neck. And I was like, Oh my <laughs> yeah. God. Remember he yeah. kind of missed. Mm-hmm. I was like, you are way too big dude to be doing that kind of like Jeff Hardy shit. Anyway, yeah. that was, and then like instantly he, he lands and then bunk bucket already tagged out and Dick Slater kicks him right in the head. I was I like, know. God <laughs> damn. He didn't give the guy any time. It kind of, kind of breathe. <laughs> I was like, it was good. But, you, forget uh, yeah, no. how, you forget how big and like muscular Booker yeah. and Stevie yeah. were too. They were imposing dudes. dudes. Oh man, yeah. yeah. I thought the match was good. The stuff at the end with Parker and Sherry, obviously they needed to do that. And then what was the Nasty Boys connection? I didn't know what. what so who screwed who in that one? On the pre-card, Nasties fought the American Males. I, I, they, and, they were talking about that. Yeah. And I don't know if it, what happened if if those guys came in and screwed them over because they were the tag team champs, right? And so I think the winner of the Males and Nasties would face we're the tag team champs. Shot, right? And so I think maybe Buck and Slater, uh, Buck and Dick, uh, <laughs> might have screwed Dick them Buck. over. <laughs> might have screwed them over and to prevent the nasties from getting the title shot. So that's probably they, why the nasty they boys screwed them in. over. Yeah. Right. I yeah. would imagine. Then I mean, we'll find out, I guess. But um, Harlem, he must go on a little bit of a run here, right, eh, with the titles. Oh, you you wait, you'll see, you'll see, man. Next okay. week is Nitro's of it's going to be fantastic for okay. that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Get ready for the clap. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Uh, (laughs) All right. Next, we had one hell of a promo for Mr. Aaron Anderson as well. Yeah, and they did did like a video package leading into it too. I thought it was good. Yeah, no, again, quintessential promo 101. Like, I was never a big Aaron guy, but he, he nailed it on that one for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Nothing so more to say. What a job to lead up to this match. Yeah. This, this technically this this, this, this match felt like the main event. I was just gonna say time. this could have been yeah. the main event. It's Flair versus Iron, right? Yeah. But um, the match itself. What were your thoughts? 
Yeah, it was good. I think I commented to you just via text, like good back and forth. It did have a bit of an old schooly, but, but like hard hitting feel to it. So I didn't hate it. Um, good work. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really have anything more to say that I really enjoyed it. And I think the, um, the, the passion was clearly still there for those two guys and yeah. they could tell you, they, you could tell they like working with each other. Um, I was a bit confused about the ending, but it, I, I'm assuming there's more to come on Brian. Yes, like, so, yeah. mm-hmm. so like what confused me the most was <laughs> Pillman comes up, hits flair and then flair instantly no sells it and punches him in the face. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like that didn't. And then he kicks him again. But I'm like, why would they do it like that? That didn't, you know what I mean? Like, why not just have one shot from Pillman and he takes him out kind of thing? Like, I, I think it would, I think it would have looked bad if, if flair had it went down from just that punch. So you needed fair. the kick to have it, but I think maybe they kind of, I think flair might've been a bit too far away. Maybe Pillman had to get his attention too. That might've been the, True. the situation, but I don't know. But yeah, I get what you're saying with that. Yeah. yeah. It just, mm-hmm. anyway, but outside of that, um, love that Aaron went over on him too. I don't know how many times that happened for flair, but. And he had plausible deniability because he was down and out and didn't right. see people do what he do. Yeah. 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 No. So yeah, it was a great match. Really good match. The, the fact that they had everybody like ringside, that was kind of cool. Made a big, big mm-hmm. feel about it. Um, they had everybody in the crowd. How, um, how about how chunky Eddie looked at that point? Eddie Guerrero. Oh, I don't really- think I caught that. I must've <laughs> yeah. missed him in the crowd. That's before Eddie leaned out on yeah. the gas, right? But uh, yeah, I, I know I wasn't a huge Eddie fan when he first came in because I just didn't like the look, but he eventually became one of my favorites, yeah. right? But, no, yeah. the, towards yeah, the end, Eddie was one of my favorites for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, but overall, I thought it was really, really fun match to watch. Um, classic Flair match too, like he did all the spots, um, and then obviously, even though I was a little confused, I'm like, okay, they're building to something here, so obviously this is going to lead somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, overall A plus for me. Huh? That was great. Yeah, I agree. Fantastic match. Just what I expected from these two old yeah. pros. All right. And what I expected from the main event is what we got. An absolute <laughs> shit fest. Yeah. Who shit starts fest on top of hot garbage? Who starts earthquake in a the opening <laughs> spot of, of a war games? Like when this was when this was starting, I'm like, it's going to probably be Savage and Beefcake, I guess, to start off just to get things hot, right? Yeah. No, nope, no, nope, let's throw Sting and Earthquake in there, or Shark, yeah. as he's known at that point. So also on the Shark thing, I feel like it was the Nitro previous that they called him Avalanche. <laughs> I think they did. Actually. And he had his Shark gimmick on. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, that was the first gimmick that they got the cease and desist on, right? <laughs> I think. And then they made him have to go to the Shark. Oh god. It's so bad. No matter what, it's all bad. But like I was like, did they just call him Avalanche? I'm pretty sure they just called him Avalanche, but he's got a shark gimmick on. Anyway. Just, side note. just brutal. Brutal. <laughs> um we we said it I was, before, so like I will say this. Team. Yeah, I was not into this match during it. Like I just couldn't get into it. It was just like it's boring. The match was boring. I'm sorry it was. There was nothing that really drew me in. There was no real, I mean, there was a couple cool cell spots, I guess, but like Savage going into the cage and stuff, but like, I, I don't know, maybe I'm misremembering, but I don't, nothing drew me into that match. I was like yeah. dreading it the whole time. Yeah. The only, the only high spot in the match really was um, Luger clotheslining Savage. So you got that little dissension. That yes. Was kinda, that was cool. That was, that cool. was kind of cool. How Savage just grabs hold of him and like, they're going so at it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 
I just, I, part of that too was like, I know it's part of the physical makeup of the cage, but like the way they were pulling Savage and Luger's legs on the outside is like, that just, I don't know. I get it, but they were just pulling, they were just holding his leg. They weren't even, yeah. you couldn't do anything. You were just holding his leg. What's the point of that? Like that's, yeah. you know what I mean? Like anyway, so. Oh, I will give credit to, uh, to Ming. Uh, he came in there and just whooped yeah, ass. Yeah, he did clean house. He did clean <laughs> they house. made him look badass. That was yeah. for sure. Yeah. And he's he's just a legitimate bad badass. Oh god, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I just again, it wasn't a terrible match. It was uh, watchable, but like we talked about this maybe off air. I can't remember, but like the finish just seemed rushed to me, or yeah. or botched, or something. Like I don't, and and there was no build up. That was what threw me. There was like no build up to the finish. It was like everybody was kind of off doing their thing. Then the camera just stayed on Hogan for like two mm-hmm. and a half minutes. It just stayed on Hogan. I was like, anyway. So like there's like I'm not I'm the way the finish happened because there's no pins, right? So you have to either submit or quit or whatever. So I I get that you have to have a submission, finish it, but the Anyway, I guess I shouldn't be too hard on it because you had to do something. But it's just the buildup seemed anticlimactic, I guess, is the, the best I'll be hard on it. Uh, yeah. To me, it was one of the worst war game matches in yeah. history. Yeah, and I don't remember. I, I, I got to go back and watch some of the older ones. But, um, yeah, it just was boring. There wasn't a whole lot going on. I don't. We didn't nothing. even get blood, did we? We didn't even no, get any blood, and no, they were nothing. they were big on that, weren't they? During War Games, they were usually, now the yeah. old NWA, maybe not WCW. But the only blood of the night was the accidental blood on Johnny B. Right. Bad, the opening match, which helped that out a bit. But yeah, they didn't fair. even mention they didn't mention the blood during it. Um, no. they, so yeah, I don't was, remember. Was WCW? They weren't big on the blading, were they? At that point, I don't think they were. No, no, no. no. But the, yeah, the other thing I caught watching so much WCW is like. The the over the top attempts to call it the dub CW, like like from every guy, guys that don't have an accent at all. There's no no southern draw at all. It's like dub CW. Like they're just like <laughs> they made a purposeful, even the announcer, then they would always say the WCW. I'm like, there's no the there. It's just world championship wrestling. It's not the world championship wrestling. Like it doesn't the mm-hmm. the WCW doesn't flow. Like oh, I guess it kind of does the world wrestling federation flows the world champion man eh, i guess it kind of does yeah. but not yeah. really anyway the dub if you want to call it the dub the that dub, might have yeah. worked yeah. but anyway they just like it was like man oh man everybody calls it this and they're not even southern <laughs> i will give credit to one thing for that war games match was at the end of it uh how athletic was uh paul white oh yeah that was cool that man, was cool. the way he he like he Hopped came over into the, the ropes, cage, he springboarded, like, he held yeah. the, the ceiling and pulled himself over yep. the top ropes and he cool. hopped the ropes. Now that that little head twister move, uh, I was not... just about to say it. <laughs> I was like, did they literally expect us to believe he killed him in the ring? Is that what they expected us to believe? Like, that is the only thing you do in movies when you do that. You kill the guy because you <laughs> just snapped his neck and now he's dead. <laughs> like, where were they going with that? Keep in mind, Big Show, or the Giant at this point, he had yet to have a match in WCW at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so this going... was a, we hadn't seen him. Like, so this right. is really strange, but it, yeah. They were that... pushing really hard. Heenan was going over the top about how much he was the Giant. And he was Andre the Giant, too. This I've is seen that was... single before. I've seen those yeah. before. I've seen that. And I was like, oh my God, we get it. He's the Giants kid. Like, we get that's, it. That's what they're pushing really hard yeah. at this point. And eventually that, that changes too. They drop that too. They yeah. drop that too. Yeah. <laughs>
Fun. But they're yeah. just throwing everything at the wall at this point and seeing See what sticks. Stick. So yeah. good on them. You know, good no, but them. you're right. Paul White was fantastic in that in in getting in the ring, and it wasn't his fault. But that that mm. the neck snap of death was just brutal. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you, Steven Seagal? Like, what was going on here? Like, <laughs> no, the giant sells. Seagal does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man love it love it so that's that's war games uh fall brawl 95 overall what was your thoughts on the on the pay-per-view thumbs up yeah. thumbs down thumbs in the middle what i'll do you give think? it a thumbs up overall just because mm-hmm. we had um the opener and we had the flare um earn match and and i mean we got some storyline building and stuff too so yeah i mean i thought it was enjoyable i didn't hate the pay-per-view overall yeah i'm gonna give it a thumbs up as well because of yeah the opener Flair and Iron, the tag match was good. Yeah. And uh, Cobra and Pittman was a five-star banger. So. <laughs> <laughs> and the two promos from Iron and... and uh, yeah, that's fair. I mean, you take the War Games match out there, this is a pretty damn good pay-per-view, to be yeah. quite honest. Yeah. I, I say take the take the War Games out in the, the Pittman stuff and, yeah, mm-hmm. and throw in another match or something, throw in one of the pre-show matches, it would have been yep. top-notch. Yep, for sure. So, uh, yeah, overall, good stuff. So, before we talk about what's next for this this show, I wanted to give a shout-out to somebody who gave us a nice five-star review. This is over on the Good Pods app, and, I mean, we're getting lots of five-star reviews from friends over there, but uh, there's one in particular I wanted to point out because this is one that we hadn't received before, and this is from a Josh Josh Sams, and it's at jsam7, and it just said uh, five stars and said, finally – a wrestling podcast that's enjoyable from beginning to end. And wow. I think that's that's a pretty nice compliment from somebody. So uh, I appreciate that. That was, that was in reference to uh, episode 89. So that was our looking forward to uh, 2023 when we were talking about what we were going to be doing going forward. So really cool. So I hope Josh is listening to us and joining us for this, this new phase with the Wrestling with the War because, um, you know, if he's an old school fan, I hope he's enjoying this side of it. And I hope everybody else is enjoying it. And uh, let us know. Let us know on the social medias, uh, on on wherever you, you want to let us know. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook, all that stuff. Tell us what you think of the, the episode so far and what your thoughts are. And if you're, if you're playing along with us and watching these pay-per-views. Up next, we're going to tackle uh, pretty much the remainder of September. We've got... Um, We've got the 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 follow up show of Nitro uh, after the pay per view. We've also got, and I should point out, uh, like WWF not doing themselves any favors no. at this point. Nitro runs unopposed again as Raw is on the Thursday that week, so it's going to be Nitro, then Raw, and then we've got In Your House, uh, the pay per view for WWF, and then we'll finish off September with the last couple episodes of Nitro and yeah. Raw. We'll just do an overall. Uh, view on that and then uh and then we'll start getting into october Boom. halloween havoc season yeah there we go and then leading into starcade season or oh, and leading into survivor series as well survivor series too yeah and then Rumble, yeah, yeah. yeah we got a lot to lot to build here got a lot going on yeah. so yeah so i'm excited about that so jay i appreciate you doing your homework and everything yes. and getting into this and uh Looking forward to what's to come i think uh, i've cheated i've watched the next couple <laughs> of episodes and i think you're gonna have some interesting thoughts in them. I'll yes. just say that. <laughs> so I will uh, I will enjoy them. Yeah, for sure. All right. So for Jay, this is BC. Uh, just saying thanks a lot for listening. And uh, make sure you, you keep track with us. Keep score at home. Let us know your thoughts on this. And I will say that we're wrestling with the war and we are buddies. 
Woo!